Welcome to the Digital Glue Podcast. These digital untangling episodes are brought to you by Crystal Kordalchuk, CEO and founder of Virtually Untangled. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who need untangling from the day-to-day tasks in their business. These virtual world untanglers never underestimate the power of a good idea. And if that sounds like a lofty goal, well, it is. A decade ago, Virtually Untangled was founded with the goal of creating meaningful digital experiences that connect with people. Crystal and her team of honorary untanglers are now providing business owners just like you the opportunity to own your story and share it with the world. So every Tuesday morning, she'll be dropping a new episode that will help you think big and dream even bigger. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, all Today's untangling episode is going to be short, sweet, and to the point, while also being a bit more technical on the design front regarding something very important. We're going to get down and dirty about rules and using fonts. So in short, if there is text within your design or document, follow these rules. Number one, steer clear of cliches. Over the years, some fonts have become so popular that they are now considered cliche. This tends to happen because most computers nowadays come with the same pre-installed font. Boring. So if you're unable to find a font that meets your document's personality, just install a new font. It's super easy and can make all the difference to your users. A great site for free font downloads can be found on the resources page of Virtually Entangled. However, please keep in mind that when buying or downloading a free font, it is not necessarily yours to do whatever you want with. Always carefully check the license before using it. Number two, yes, even fonts have personalities. Every single font has its own personality, just like people. So how do you make this work? Know your target audience, your design or document's purpose, and find a good font choice that matches these expectations. A single font choice can either make or break your creation. So tread lightly and don't be afraid to be bold. Number three, if going default, make smart choices. This statement refers strongly back to number one and number two. If you're using a default font, you are showing the world that you don't know about any other options. Go back and think about font personalities, your audience, and what you're trying to achieve with this creation. In most cases, there is always something better than the default choices, which are Times New Roman, Calibri, and Arial, just to name a few. Number four, bring personality by using more than one font. No matter what type of document you're creating, try using at least two fonts, one for headings and the other for the text body. The standard design rule is no more than three in case you want to add a highlight, accent, flourish, or signature. Doing so will add a vast improvement to the look and feel of what you're trying to achieve and keep the viewer interested. This rule applies to all documents, from resumes to business cards, logos, proposals, and even blogs. Just keep in mind that few look good if you use more than three. So don't go crazy bending the rules or your viewers will get distracted or perhaps even lost. Keep it simple and make good font choices. 
A good example would be to mix a serif header with a sans serif body. Try not to use a serif font with something cursive. It's super hard on the eyes and is honestly a terrible match. Number five, sometimes size does matter. For the longest time, a 12 point size font was the default for absolutely everything. But honestly, it looks ugly and awkward for reading paragraphs. Our eyes actually read much smaller. So as a rule of thumb, a 10 or 11 point font is better suited for most documents. An exception to this rule would be enlarging your document font for headers, as going bigger looks more important for items you want to stand out. And a smaller but no less than 7 point font is okay for things such as disclaimers and business cards. Number six, stop overusing caps. It's like yelling. When we type out words in all caps, the shapes tend to go away and then all the words turn into giant rectangles. The human brain reads words and shapes, which is how we're able to read so fast. We're able to quickly glance at or scan the page and read fast because our brains automatically recognize the forms in which each letter represents. So when using all caps, it slows things down and makes the person reading feel like you're yelling at them. And we for sure don't want our audiences to feel this way. Number seven, yellow on orange is bad. Reversing type means putting a light colored font on top of a dark colored background or vice versa. Doing this is good in some circumstances, such as headings and titles. However, from a professional design perspective, we really don't suggest this too many times as there are other more eye-pleasing options to get your point across. That being said, it doesn't exactly break the rules either. What does break the rules? Using narrow fonts with fancy or cursive features, yellow on orange, or blue on red, or any red type on anything really. Try to think and pair simple fonts with a good contrast between colors. Number eight, do not leave orphans behind. This may sound strange to you. So for those who haven't brushed up on your typography terms, an orphan is a single word left by itself on a line at the end of a paragraph. It is even worse to leave a little word such as it, as, is, or, and, and so on all by itself. If you need to reword your sentence to get everything to fit and flow nicely for your viewers. And last, but certainly not least, number nine, be punctual with your punctuation. Punctuation can have a powerful visual impact with your viewers. So make sure to use apostrophes correctly and know where to place quotation marks. Use a hyphen for compound adjectives and make sure you know the difference between a colon and a semicolon. Use commas to indicate non-essential information and if ever in doubt, rewrite or use a dictionary. For those of you Canadian folks, the best resource to use, which we do, would be the Canadian Press Caps and Spelling 21st Edition and the Canadian Press Stylebook. Both books can be purchased online or at your local bookstore for a very reasonable price and can build your confidence in your writing skills. And I'm sure those of you living and building your empires in the US of A, there's something comparable. Now, please keep in mind that when it comes to the rules I just shared with you, there is an even longer list available through most design sites online. 
I just wanted to provide you with a simple breakdown of the most common and the most important rules to making your documents professionally sound, while also helping you gain confidence with some of those uncertainties you may be afraid to ask about. That being said, I truly hope this mini breakdown untangling episode provides you with enough information and motivation as a starting point for all your documents and makes your life simpler by learning how to make smart font choices to apply to all your amazing creations. And don't forget, if you happen to have any good resources for our fellow listeners or would like to share any of your favorite typefaces, please share them in the comments. We always love to hear your feedback and resources to add to the bank. And that's a wrap. Virtually Untangled is a full-service business, which means they've got you covered on design and content right through to digital and organization. You'll form a long-lasting relationship with them as collaboration is central to everything they do. Now it's time to seize the moment and become inbox friends. It's easy to do. Just hop on over to virtuallyuntangled.com or their Facebook page to opt in and receive instant access to the most inspirational ride of your life. So what are you waiting for? Become inbox friends with VU. Until the next episode, keep untangling.